You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Welcome back to the New Day of Hope broadcast. We are excited that you have joined us one more time. And we want to thank you for your support, for being a part of what God is doing through this ministry. We are so appreciative. We hope these messages are adding values to your life in a tremendous way. Because, as you know, this program is designed to empower you, to restore hope if you're feeling hopeless, and to transform your life through the teaching of God's Word. You can reach out to us at newdeafopeatlanta at gmail.com or you can call us at 404-964-2242 and that's a WhatsApp number. We will repeat it again at the end of the broadcast. I'd like for you to join me at this time as we tune our hearts to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us today. And now I present to you Pastor Glennis Langley and he will share with us on the subject, Go and Face Your Giant. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are really excited about proclaiming the message of the cross, proclaiming the message of hope, the message that will restore life and strength to all of us. We want to go to First Samuel today, chapter 17. I'd like to read from verses 32 down to 37. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth, and he is a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he have defiled the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paws of the lion and out of the paws of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. Glory to God. We thank God for the reading of God's word. You know, that word will never return to God void, but that word will accomplish the purpose which God has sent it to. I want to talk to you for a little while on the subject. Go and face your giant. Go and face your giant. Our time is perplex and very dangerous. It seems that the harder we try to go forward is the harder it gets. The challenges we face make life interesting. Overcoming them is what makes life meaningful. Have you thought about the fact that giants are real? Giants are not some figment of our imagination. Giants are not something that you dream up. 
Giants are problems, pressures, pains, persecutions, panic, stress that we will have to face from time to time in our life. You may be wondering then what a giant really is. Well, a giant is anything that distracts us from our focus on God. Anything that detours us from our service for God. Anything that drains us of our driving passion for God. Many of us face a giant right now. Your Goliath doesn't carry swords or shields, but he banishes the blades of unemployment. Your giant doesn't parade up and down the hills of Elah. He prance through your office and through your bedrooms and through your classrooms and on your workplace. And he brings bills you can't pay, grades you can't make, people you can't please, a career you can't escape, a past you can't shake, and a future you can't face. Focus on giants, and my friends, you will stumble. But focus on God, your giants will tumble. I like that. I said, if you focus on giants, you will stumble. But if you focus on God, your giants will tumble. We must face the giants. There were no hiding place, no running away, no covering in fears. No, we have to face our giants. Here in our text, we find the familiar story of David and Goliath. In 1 Samuel, as we open that scripture, we read about a war raging in a wide valley called Elah. The Philistines were ready to battle Israel. The Philistines sent out a man named Goliath. Many times in order to save the lives of many soldiers, each side would send out one man to do battle. The Philistines chose to send out their champion, Goliath. Israel chose to run and hide. Into the picture appears a little shepherd boy. His name was David. Now David was just delivering supplies from home to his three older brothers. When he arrived at the camp, he heard the voice of Goliath across the valley, taunting Israel and their God. David became applauded at Goliath's ridicule and the cowardly reactions from the soldiers of Israel. David could not understand why they were afraid. I can imagine what David must have thought when he saw Goliath. But David did not seem concerned about this giant. He was very disappointed because of the fear that Israel showed towards him. David asked Saul and his soldiers in verses 17 to 29, Is there not a cause? I want you to recognize this story that there is far more at stake than just a little man defeating a big man. You must recognize that this is a picture of great struggles that are taking place in the lives of God's people right now, my friends. You see, these things that I mentioned in and of themselves can distract us. They can detour us 
and drain us of being everything God intends for us to be. Therefore, it goes without saying that giants that are before us must be slain and removed. How do you see your giant? Do you see it as a problem or do you see it as a possibility? That's a question that you have to answer for yourself. Do you see your giant as a problem or do you see your giant as a possibility? You don't have to be defeated by your giant. Have you thought about the fact that your giant may not be your real problem? Your real problem may be your evaluation of your giant, the giant that you are facing right now. May just be God's means of getting you to ask him for the blessing he has been waiting to give you all along. Your giant should not be a problem. It should be an opportunity for God to perform a miracle in your life. David saw the same giant that the king and the army saw. It is just that David knew his God was bigger than nine foot plus. Taking on the giant will inspire faith in others. And that is true, my friends, because when people see your faith, that will inspire them also to have that kind of faith. So taking on the giants with faith will inspire faith in others. So I came today to tell you that we can face our giants and be victorious. First of all, for us to face our giants, watch this now, we must know our giants. You cannot face something that you do not know. To face our giants, we must know our giants. Now, David knew his giant. He saw the same giant that the king and the army saw. It is just that David knew his God was bigger than nine foot plus, who was able to carry 150 pounds of weapons. Isaiah knew his giant in Isaiah 6, verses 1 to 6, and we do not have time to read it now, but the same year that Uzziah died, he said, I saw the Lord. Uzziah was a giant in Isaiah's way, so he could not see the Shekinah glory of God. So Uzziah had to get out of the way so Isaiah could see the glory of God. So in the yard that Uzziah died, Isaiah said he saw the Lord high and lifted up. Paul knew his giant. It was a thorn in the flesh. So he sought the Lord and the Lord said that his grace is sufficient. Thomas' giant was doubt. Moses' giant was facing Pharaoh the king. I know my giant. So the question is, do you know your giant? There are giants of bitterness. There are giants of pride. There are giants of depression. There are giants of worries. There are giants of neglect. For most of us, the greatest giants are the ones we face on the inside. Doubt, unbelief, fear, anger, and even greed. Then we must arm ourselves. Verse 38 says, 
Saul armed David with his armor, put a helmet of brass on his head, and also with a coat of nails. But David could not use any of those things. Saul is trying to give this to David. David had only his sling, and he said something we should take to heart. I have not proved your armor. If you are going to war with a weapon, you need to make sure you know how to use it. You need to go through a time of training that you might prove your weapon. What point would there be to go out to battle with a weapon you did not know how to use? That would be useless. David knew what to do. He had not proved Saul's armor, but he had proved his sling and proved the name of the Lord. For in verse 40, he took his staff, five smooth stones, and his slingshot. Why five stones? The number five in the Bible means grace. Could it be because Goliath had four sons, according to Second Samuel, and David wanted to be ready just in case the sons showed up? For all David knew, they come running over the hill to defend their king. We need to arm ourselves with the whole armor of God. That's what Ephesians 6 tells us. To arm ourselves, clothe ourselves in the entire armor of God. And part of the armor is the word of God in verse 17. The Bible says that the scripture is given for our instructions in righteousness. We must read it. We must believe that word. And we must share it and ponder upon that word. That's part of the armor of God. We must arm ourselves with prayer. Before going high, David went low. Before ascending to fight, David descend to prepare. Don't face your giant without first doing the same. Dedicate time to prayer. Paul the Apostle wrote, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Communicate with headquarters about your giant. Prayer is the believer's greatest secret weapon. Then we must arm ourselves with experience. In 1 Samuel 17, 34, And David said to Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and a lion and a bear came and took one. But in verse 35, David said, If I tell you what I did to them, you will be surprised. We must arm ourselves with confidence. In verse 37, David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me from the lion and the bear will deliver me again. The kind of confidence Daniel had in the den of lions. The kind of confidence that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had in the burning fiery furnace. The kind of confidence that Abraham had on Mount Moriah. The kind of confidence that all of us ought to have. We must have confidence in a true and a living God, my friends. God is true and God is 
always right and we have to have confidence in him. Then we must arm ourselves with God. Verse 37. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. God promised Joshua as he was with Moses, So will I be with you. David said in Psalms 23, I will fear no evil, because God is with me. So arm yourself with God and his word. This was the Savior's method in Matthew 4, verses 1 to 11. Call your giant by name. In verse 36, thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Isaiah called Uzziah by name. God told Moses to go to Pharaoh. If your giant is sickness, call it by name. If death is your giant, call it by name. I am here to tell you, my friends, sometimes you have to take faith, take God's word seriously. Take God at his words. See the giants in your life today lying dead at your feet and then know these facts. God is greater than your giants. The God who worked then will still work for you today. The same thing that happened to David can happen to you. You can face fights and finish off your giants if you will just trust and depend upon the Lord. Don't just throw a stone at your giant and hit him in the forehead. Go over to your giant. Take the sword and cut its head off and completely finish it. Don't give that giant that you are facing in your life an opportunity to live again. So you have to conquer your giant. It makes no difference what you are facing. It makes no difference what your giant may be. You can defeat any giant that comes your way. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Attack your giant in faith, knowing that God always gives the victory. 1 Corinthians 15:57. He will either give you the victory over what you face, or he will give you victory in what you face. Let me ask you something. What is Satan using as a giant to stop you from becoming the Christian you ought to be? Are you running from something that God has called you to do? Has something taken place in the past that is so disappointed that you just can't seem to get over? Are you finding it difficult to have a consistent and committed Christian life? Is your pride keeping you from giving your life over completely to God? What are you going to have to do is face your giant and realize that you cannot go on in your Christian life until that giant is dealt with. Oh, I want to encourage you to write down your giant that you need to confront. As you write them down, you will begin to see them in a different light. You will not only realize that you must get past them, you will also recognize the fact that they can be defeated and removed by the help of the Lord. When David defeated Goliath, others were blessed. 
others are watching how you face your giant. When you allow God to give you victory over your giant, others will be encouraged. Others will be blessed. Verse 37 says, The battle is not yours. The battle, my friends, belongs to the Lord. Put your trust in Him. Put your faith in Him. Rely on Him and let Him fight your battle. Glory to our God. He will fight our battle. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Go and face your giant. And after listening to such word today, you can face your giant, whatever it is. Go out this week and face your giant because the Bible says that we are more than conquerors. So he will help you face the giant that been tormenting you for a long time. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And you know, my friends, we never bring our broadcast to a close without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. My wife has said it already. You can go and face the giants that are in your life today. You can defeat them and make way for your victory in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you and we praise you for your words. We pray that you'll speak to hearts today and restore faith and restore hope and restore life. Defeat our giants. Help us defeat our giants because we know the battle is not ours. The battle is yours. We trust you and we depend upon you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you are challenged by today's word, we encourage you to reach out to us at newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com. Once again, that's newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com. Or you can call us 404-964-2242. So until then, let your heart go on singing. Until then, oh my friends, with joy you must carry on. Shalom. Peace to all of you.